Hey everybody, it's episode 399 of PodQuest. Hey! That was aggressive. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Should I try it again? No, you're good. Do, do, do you want to wanna retake? I... Hey! Is that better? Eh, a little bit. What about... Hi guys! How you doing? Yeah, no, that... Stick with that. Alright, I can only... You know me. You've listened to... You, you actually haven't listened to Bonus Action, and you edit it and produce it. Uh, I can't stick a voice for more than, like, two minutes, so... That's that's fair. And even even when you try, you end up changing them dramatically. Um, exactly. <laughs> anyway, it's Wednesday, April 6th, 2022. I'm Chris. With me is Walnut. I am here. Uh, Drew is on the other side of the country at the moment. He's in California. Yeah. Flew out there to see a lacrosse game, because why the fuck not? Because he's a nerd. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, we're one episode away from 400. 400! That means if you listen to one episode a day, it'll take you a year and 35 days to listen to every episode. I think you did that math wrong. 365. 65 plus 35 is 400. I'm talking next week, though. It's year and 34. Okay, yeah, no, you're you're right. As I've told you many times, I am not good at math. So. You need to learn head math. You need to learn head math. I don't. Like, contrary to what teachers may have told us, I always have a calculator available. But... At all times. I am never in a situation where I do not have a calculator. You see, you see that's because we grew up in an age pre-phone. But, like, you should still understand how to do some head math. Like, three, 400 minus 365 should not be a hard thing to do. And it's not hard, and if I stopped and thought about it for a second, I would have, like, figured it out, but I'm just, you give me two numbers if they're more than, like, one digit each, um, and it's just, it generally takes me a second where I have to actually, like, stop and, like, think about it. Like, math is, math has never been a strong point for me. I've always been bad at math. Mm. So, it's just, it is what it is. I, I'm also good at rounding, and so, like, I didn't actually sit there in my head and think, 400 minus 365, I was... 65 is what 40 30 like I, I didn't actually do the math i was just like i rounded it and like uh, again like if i would have stopped to think about it for like a second i would have figured it out but it's just like i would have had to just been like okay well like 60 plus 40 is 100 so okay. it's five less than that and you are the reason skynet's gonna take over the world because you didn't do math right what do you mean uh, well, just like you're in IT and Skynet's a machine, and I'm not. A, you're gonna mess up the math, and nothing about my job involves math. And now, until Skynet's a thing, and then it's gonna be a lot about math. No, see, I fix I, I fix computers and and like build servers. Um, Skynet's a computer. Shahed makes software. He will be the reason Skynet happens. But see, Shahed knows math. Yeah, so then may, so then as long as he actually knows math, we'll be fine. But yeah, but he, if... he makes the programs. I just install it on a server after somebody else has made it. No math required. Well, you might start needing math, especially with big, big, big systems like Skynet. No, like that's what a calculator's for. But Skynet runs a calculator, and so it might give you the number it wants to give you, not the number he actually needs to give you. Oh, that's fine. As long as it gives me the number that, that it needs to run, like we're good. But what if for it to run, the number that you give it is the kill number and not like the protect humanity number? That's fine. And I'm not talk. I'm not talking the like sci-fi protect humanity to by killing them because they're toxic. I mean the protect humanity by like actually protecting humanity. Eh, we've had a good run. Hurting. It'll be fine. Oh, trust me. I'm every day sitting here just scared that nuclear winter is going to start at any second. So, eh, Mut mutually assured destruction. That's what keeps the world going. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if one country does it, every country does it, and then we're all dead. So, no country does yes. it. Yeah, you would hope. I mean, that literally, hope. that is literally what mutually assured destruction is, and that is what this world is based on. Like, yeah, I know. There, peace treaties don't mean shit. The fact that it it'll take long enough for a missile to cross, and they'll always be tracked, because that's just how that stuff works, that as soon as one country launches it, every other country is launching theirs, and just everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. So... That keeps everybody from doing it. Unless you find an area um, uh, away from any major cities to live in, uh, like Jericho, basically. Yeah, I always wanted to watch that show. I remember watching like the first like episode or two, like when it was actually airing on television, and like just it was at a time where like you know DVRs and VOD weren't really a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So I just I just never did. But I've always wanted to go back and watch that show. It always seemed neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it did. and it had Skeet Ulrich in it. I don't know who that is. He's an actor. He was in Jericho. He plays um Jughead's dad on Riverdale. I never watched Riverdale. Dude, you should watch Riverdale. It is so fucking stupid. This season, they're getting superpowers. Y- yeah, I mean, when here's the thing. I don't want to because it just makes me think of Twilight. No, no, like, Twilight is, like, bad dumb. This is, like, fun dumb. Like, it's the most... So, season one, like, a little bit of a murder mystery. Like, like it, it, it functions as, like... You know, high schoolers, murder mystery, what have you. Like, they're they're all supposed to be in tenth grade, but they're all like thirty four and look like models. But whatever. Um, and like that one's like kind of like normal. Like it, you know, it's just like the, so a student is found dead, and like that season is kind of like them sort of like trying to figure out who done it. Um, mm-hmm. and then season- the, the, the students, it's the students trying to figure out who done it because the cops are inept and not going to even worry about that, right? Well, I mean, the cops are also working on it and are actually making headway to an extent too. But like, yeah, it's very much like a like it's Scooby Doo. Um, but then like season two, I want to say it is. Um, Archie, who I want to say is like a junior at this point in high school. Well, in season one, he also has a romance with his teacher, so that's its its own mm-hmm. bag of issues. Season two, though, um, he he gets in he. He does not get along with Veronica's rich mobster dad. So, um, something happens, he gets arrested, goes to jail. And, like, it's supposed to be, like, juvenile jail, but, like, it's basically a jail. And, like, first he somehow gets involved in, like, the jail fight club, um, and then ends up creating a jail football team to go against the guard football team, um... And so now, now we're uh, what's that movie? That football, the, the longest yard, football. the longest yard. Now we're just doing the longest yard on the CW. See, like it's hundred percent oh, no. obvious. This is CW a- has zero original ideas. No, 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 this is this is only like the first like quarter of season two. He then ends up escaping from prison because why the fuck not? Um, the town goes into like martial law. He escapes into like the Canadian wilderness. I'm pretty sure he's in like. Massachusetts is where Riverdale is supposed to be. So, like, he escapes into, like, the wilderness, um, fights a bear, like, fights off a bear barehanded, gets away with just, like, some gnarly, like, scratches in his chest. Survives, though. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes fucking batshit from there. Like, every season gets more over-the-top and ridiculous. At a certain point, I don't know what season they're on now, but this, not this season, but last season, they finally did, like, a time jump. So, like, they jump them ahead to now they're, like, actually in their mid-20s in the show. Um, yeah. So, like, it's it's no more of, like, mid-20-somethings playing high school kids. Um, <laughs> and, like, yeah, th- in this season, it's, like, the first half of the season was this weird alternate universe thing. Um, 
and then now they're in this part where one of the main characters is possessed by a ghost. Um, and then Archie, um, Betty, and Jughead were all involved in an explosion. I shit you not. In an explosion, they all get superpowers. So Archie gets, like, super strength and indestructibility. Like, he's basically Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. Um, uh-huh. Betty get, gets the ability to see when people are up to no good. Like, if she sees somebody that has, like, nefarious intentions, they get, like, this red aura around them. Um, Jughead loses his hearing because of the bomb, but gains the ability to read people's minds. Hmm. And it's just, it's so fucking stupid, but I can't stop watching it. You're the reason we have crap TV sometimes. Man, you watched, like, seven seasons of fucking Supernatural. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and the first, uh, five, six, first five, six, I can't remember, were really good. And then the last, the, the, I stopped after season seven. Because it was just like, this is just no. This is no. Uh, and I want to go back to it eventually, but I just, I can't. Cause at, at, like, I can't. At a certain point, like, isn't it like, the show is like, dumb, campy at the beginning, but like, entertaining, and then it's bad for a few seasons, and then it actually gets good, and that's what everyone like, loves about it? Yeah, and I'm at the, 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 the shitty part. Like, <laughs> everyone tells me, you can skip season 7 through like, 10 or whatever. And I, or like, se- like, 7 through like, 11 or something like that. And I'm just like, if I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it. I just, I can't, I can't get myself to go back to it right now. It's just, it got, that, that, season six ended on such a good note, it should not have been picked, I mean, understand why it got picked back up, because it was a very popular show, but it shouldn't have, they should have stopped while it was up. Like, it just, I didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, and to be fair, like, with Riverdale, we never watch it, um, even close to when it airs, so, like, our numbers mean jack shit to, like... I think we have, like, three or four episodes on the DVR right now, and we just watched the first one. Um, so, like, we watched after... So, they they kind of did, like, what The Flash did. Um, how The Flash did the um, Armageddon thing in, like, November. Um, yeah. Riverdale did the same thing with their um, alternate universe thing. It was, like, a five-part, like, event that they aired over mm-hmm. the course of five weeks. Um, and then they were away until three weeks ago. So, we watched those five episodes in, like, January after they had been over for, like, two months. And then yeah. just watched the first episode of, like, the next half of the season. Like, yes, we've watched it yesterday, and it started in mm-hmm. March at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we are nowhere in the, uh, our viewing, our, our ratings matter bracket. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that said, what is on the agenda tonight? So, uh, we got a, a little quick snippet about, uh, the Electronics Entertainment Expo. Um, then we're, g- I, Actually got a chance to watch Midnight Episode 1. I watched Episode 2, but I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Um, then, uh, Cobb, you watched uh, Death on the Nile. I got to play some Sea of Thieves. Cobb, you also played some Weird West. So we're just, it's it's all about us this week. It's all about us this week. Yeah. Uh, except for this little bit of news. So, fun thing I just found out, just um, b- because you actually just mentioned it. E3 no longer stands for um, Electronic Entertainment Expo. Really? Yeah, apparently E3 no longer actually stands for anything. They just, it's just E3. That's dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how long that's been, but I, I was listening to a podcast, and um, one of the hosts of the podcast, um, it was Waypoint Radio, and mm-hmm. um, the one guy, Patrick, has been to almost every E3. Um, He went to his first E3 in, like, 97 when he was 14 years old. Um, mm-hmm. 
And like, he, like he was saying, he's like, yeah, it's weird because like I've been to every one of these since '97. Like, it's just it's a part of my entire life. Like, more than half of my life I've spent going to E3s. Um, and then somebody called it the Electronic Entertainment Expo, and he's like, actually, that's not it anymore. They dropped that a few years ago. Well, actually, it's nothing this year. Yeah. So. So yeah, E3 got canceled. Um, like all the way canceled. Uh, they were originally. They'd originally announced they were going to do a hybrid. Like, there was going to be an in-person element and then an online element like they had, an online element like they had last year. Um, but last week they, they, the news broke that like it was just canceled. There is no E3 in any form this year. The ESA is not doing anything around video games. Um, or at least video game like expos, I should say. Uh, Jeff Keighley is doing Summer Games Fest or whatever he calls it again. Keighley Game Fest. We're just gonna, we're just gonna say that. Which arguably was more, I feel like that was more games focused than like E3 usually is. Like, yeah, at least for like the consumer, I guess you'd, you'd call it. Um, cause like we would get the press conferences, which have nothing to do with, um, with E3 really. Like those guys just do whatever they like. The people that do press conferences just do whatever they want. Like Microsoft can and probably will do something in the summer, like some sort of mm-hmm. presentation. Um, yeah. and yeah, it's so no E3, uh, but Summer's Game Fest. And I'm sure like other outlets will do like their own things, like with developers and publishers and everything like that. Like I know, um, GameSpot did a bunch of stuff last, last year in like June, um, June into July, if I remember correctly. But yeah, there now the ESA claims they will be back in 2023 with an in-person show. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think they will. I really don't think they'll be back. It's a lot of the big devs don't really care to have a, a presence at that show anymore. They'll do their own things or they'll like, you, I think you said it. I was, I was typing something up as you were, as you were speaking. So I didn't pay a hundred percent attention, but like the, the, the game awards and the, and, and summer game fests are bigger than E3 anymore. So like, why go to E3 when no one really pays a lot of attention to it? Well, and it, cause it is very much a thing where, yeah. EA doesn't go to E3. They do something away from it. Um, Sony mm-hmm. doesn't go to E3. Uh, Microsoft is big enough. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Nintendo can basically do whatever the fuck they want. And yeah. rather than... It's insanely expensive for these pe- places to do any sort of um, X, like, um, booth experience at these shows. Like, the ESA charges yeah. so much for it that mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Like, they can go do a virtual thing with Keeley put as much or as little production budget into that that they want. And rather than that, so the E3 experience, like I said, you have your press conferences that are done independently of E3. They're just done that week. And that's just the publisher or platform holder or whoever doing like a a stage presentation, which over the last decade, decade and a half, transitioned from, you know, very insider, like PowerPoint presentation stuff to these big elaborate things that are streamed online that like everybody watches. Um, yeah. But like, once you get to the E3 side of it, that's just for the industry. Like there is nothing coming out of E3 directly that really matters to the consumer or that we get to see. Like mm-hmm. you have your outlets that do all their coverage. Like, like I've talked about before, like I, I listen and watch giant bomb. So like giant bomb does like, um, talk overs of every press conference. And then every night, they do a live stream where they have like devs and publishers and people come in and they do like 15 to 30 minute segments, which is with, with people over the course of like a three or four hour video. Um, 
and it's like very low key. It's it's more hangout than anything because it is. It's like after the show's done, like everyone's tired. They're just kind of like hanging out and having fun. Um, but like the stuff going on at the sh- in the show, like we we don't get anything from that. But you know, like Jeff Keighley doing a bunch of like streams and like showing demos of stuff and talking to developers, like that's kind of like a mixture of what you would get from the the presentations, the the press conferences, as well as what you would get from watching like GameSpot during E3 or IGN, where like they just have people cycled in in like little 10, 15 minute clips where they're just like showing some gameplay demo, answering a few questions, and then going to the next person. Uh, mm-hmm. You kind of get both of that, and sometimes you get it with a, like a little more or a little less like color depending on the uh, the studio or who whoever's there to talk about it. Yeah, and like I don't know, I I kind of prefer that because as somebody who has never been able to go to E3 and at this point probably never will. Um, like I like getting to see kind of what's going on, what's coming out, what's what's exciting versus just you know all the behind closed door stuff that like the press and the the media and stuff goes through. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like it's a bummer if it goes away because it it is like I don't know. I feel like E3 being E3 again would kind of be like that sign that like the world is back in some semblance of normalcy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I think not having an E3 just opens the possibilities for more interesting things in that realm that can be more widespread to the masses rather than just like the media and press and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. I'm 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 not heartbroken at the fact that there's no E3 because oh, I I think we even went over it like last year and the year before. Like I I I don't really care about E3 anymore. Like. It's just, I haven't gotten anything out of it. And it's the same thing every year. It's one new title that comes out in five years, and the same ten titles that they've been experiencing or showing off over the past five years. Like, it's not special anymore. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, it would be nice to see if they do come back, and it would be nice to see if maybe they restructure everything. But I, I think we are seeing the, this may not be the, like, the last we hear E3, but this is, in my opinion, the downfall of E3. Yeah, like, it's definitely on, like, if this isn't that final nail in the coffin, I feel like if they come back next year, it's going to be this weird, like, just animated corpse <laughs> of E3. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because at this point, like, it is dead. Like, them yeah. canceling it this year, like, E3 is dead. If they manage to resuscitate it for one more year, I think it's just going to sign a DNA and call it a day after that. Because, yeah. like, yeah, what a- after the last few years, like, why would any of the major publishers put their money into the ESA, who, like, seems to not really, like, the ESA is doing it because they want the paycheck. Like, they want that money. Like, mm-hmm. if I, like, I don't know the prices, but I think, like, an exhibitor badge for E3 is, like, thousands of dollars, which is, like, outrageous. But, yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting come, like, next year to see kind of what happens, like, if they do a show and, like, just how, like, will, like, a Microsoft or a Ubisoft do, like, a press conference and then, like, that's it? Because, like, I could see them doing that. It's like, okay, well, you're doing E3, so, like, we're Microsoft. We own the fucking uh, theater that uh, we normally do our press conferences at, so, like, this isn't a problem for us. Like, we'll just hop on our private jets for our executives and fly down to Los Angeles for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, which I it like is I'm, it's more than that, but like yeah, like well, I like Microsoft. I'm I'm looking 
I'm looking at uh, like the Game Awards. Their 2018 dates. I, I just I googled how much does it go cost to get the Game Awards, and their 2018 show was seventy dollars for I guess general admission. <laughs> Fucking machines. Uh, it was seventy dollars for the, the 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 low price ticket and two hundred dollars for VIP. Like that's reasonable. Plus it's uh where is it at? Um, is that like the Staples Center or something it's, like that? It's in California. It's well, it was at it was at the Microsoft Theater in California. Oh, it was at the Microsoft so, Theater. <laughs> yeah, in in two thousand in twenty eighteen, it was at the Microsoft Theater. Okay, so like it's still in LA, which is a little expensive because that's where E three is as well, and it's pricey to get there and do things there. But like, I'm sure they could probably easily move the 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 Game Awards to somewhere else. But why? People will still go. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know where, I don't know if it was in the Microsoft Theater in 19 or where it was in 2021. I didn't, I didn't check it. It's not showing up on that. I just general, uh, Google search of it. Yeah, but so they, they all, like, it's always been in Los Angeles. It will always be in Los Angeles. There is Mm. no reason for them to move outside of LA. Um, it's West Coast, which means people from, um, like Japan, like publishers and stuff like that. It's easy, easier trip for them. Um, all of your main, um, like everybody else, like like the 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 big companies that you expect, like your Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, all of their American headquarters are on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a lot of studios and stuff like that, kind of West Coast and like Midwest. Like there's like stuff in like Texas and like obviously up in Canada. Um, but there's there's only a handful of like bigger studios like east of like chicago like you have um epic and like bethesda and stuff like that in um epic is in i want to say north carolina south carolina and bethesda's main studio is uh bethesda maryland yeah but like yeah like la just makes sense because they also you know they get a little bit of hollywood there too at the game awards because like you know a lot of your voice actors are based either out of texas or los angeles yeah 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 so yeah but i like the what I was saying about moving, like, if they were to, say, move it to Atlanta, which is not expensive to go to, not expensive to hold things at, I'm sure they could get tax breaks or whatever for having it there because Atlanta is trying to become a bigger production city. Like, they could make that work. If It's basically what I'm saying. Like They could. I, it's just they wouldn't. I, but fun, 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 like, trivia that goes along with that. Um, Atlanta, at, at, what the fuck? Atlanta is, um, the only other place that E3 has ever been held. Mm-hmm. It was like E3, like, at 97 or 98. They did one year where they went to Atlanta. Um, yeah. Cause uh, there was originally, like, an idea where it would sort of, like, every couple of years it would change, like, coast or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so that it was easier for, like, different sides to sort of get to. Um, but uh, that didn't work out, and so they just kept it in Los Angeles. There was one year, I want to say it was 08, where they, they downsized, and they had that weird Santa Monica air hangar year that yeah. nobody talks about fondly. Um, and then they went right back to um, the L.A. Convention Center and just Kensha Hall and all that fun stuff. But, yeah, yeah. But enough E3, and it's it's hollowing death blows. What did you think of Moon Knight? I thoroughly enjoyed episode one. Like, I... Let me. Re- I thoroughly enjoyed both episodes. I realized after saying I thoroughly enjoyed episode one, it sounded like maybe I didn't like episode two. But like, I thoroughly enjoyed episode one. It was so good. It was goofy. It was. It was like the 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 Marvel goofy that you expect 
with the serious tone that, that they give as well. Like, they were able to, like, balance that out, and it brings a lot of intrigue as to if you're someone like me who doesn't fully know who the character is or doesn't know who the character is at all. It really raises a lot of questions of, like, what the fuck is going on? Who the fuck is this? And, and stuff like that. That I, I really enjoyed it. And, like, the, the, the way it wrapped up and, and how it ended with, with, with him and the suit and everything was really good. And I just, I had a, I had a blast watching it. I did. And when you were talking about, uh, last week, how there's no, there's some violence, but it's mostly implied. Like, I wasn't really sure how that was going to work out, but it worked out so good in this first episode. Yeah, like, I I really enjoyed how they did that, where it was just these, like, cuts where, like, you'd see before something happened, and then after it was done, but you wouldn't see the actual, like, fight or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it worked both visually and narratively. Yeah. And, like, it just, I, it, I, I was not expecting, or I was confused when, like, he was, he was getting two voices in his head. He was getting a deeper voice, and he was getting... an American voice. Um, and like, it was just, it was, it was weird, like, like trying to catch out, like, why is there two voices? And and, like, are they, are they doing a, um, like a Deadpool style where like these voices are like his inner monologues that like, 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 cause I know how Deadpool in the comics has two different color boxes for when two different inner monologues talk with him, I believe. Right. So it's yeah, it's, it depends on the book, but yeah, sometimes he'll ha- he'll basically because he'll have conversations with himself. There yeah. will be like a yellow box for like one, and then like a white box for the other. But um, that's only literally if he's like basically arguing with himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like it was like, oh, well, why, why? What are the different? Why d- does he really have that many different personalities in his head? Like, what the hell's going on? And like I, I like I said even last week, like I know a little bit. He kind of has either, like, multiple personality, like, DID, or, like, he hears voices, or something. Like, I know a little bit about it, but I don't know enough to actually talk fully on it, and, like, the way that they're doing it in this is just, it's really good. Um, the second episode just is awesome as well. It's just, it's so good. Nice. Uh, I, I, like, it sucks that this is only a six-episode series, but... Uh, I can kind of get with their pacing why they can't do much more than that at the moment, and and how much of a different show this is going to be from even the other three was it three Marvel shows? Yeah, three other Marvel shows. Like they're uh, I, I, this is what I love about what they're doing is like all three of them, just like all different Marvel character movies, are different kinds of movies in and of themselves, and they have their own personalities. Yeah, and like it's the same with these shows. Each show, each character set, or each show set has its own personality and is a different kind of show overall. And it's just it's so it's so well done. Yeah, no, I I so we were talking before we started recording. I haven't had a chance to watch the second episode yet, but mm-hmm. yeah, I really liked the first episode. Um, do you, so do you have they explained? And you don't 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 go into detail, but they explain why he was hearing the different voices in the second episode. No, they don't explain why he's hearing the different voices, but you do know, you learn who the different voices are. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you find out who, because there's, there, you hear two different distinct voices in the first episode, you find out who those two distinct voices are, but they don't tell you, um, beyond 
they 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 tell you why he's getting one of them but not the other in, in a sense and you'll 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 get what i'm saying anybody who's watched it already at this point understands what i'm saying for the most part yeah I'm and sure. i'm lo- i'm looking forward to see how they handle it like i purposely don't want to say anything to you or or anyone listening about it cuz um like i know moon knight i like moon knight mm-hmm. i yeah. i have a like i don't know how they're going to play it entirely but like I know who that other voice was in the first episode. I know who both other, the other voices were. Like, I know exactly, mm-hmm. like, what the concept for Moon Knight is, but I don't know how exactly they're going to pull it off. So, like... Have, have have you seen the promo images and stuff for the series, like, the posters and stuff? Oh, yeah. So you've seen the one where his mask is different? Yeah, and he's in a suit. Yeah, they, they, that... That's Mr. Knight. That happens this episode, and it's so great. Yeah, no, so that is actually a a newer version of that character, too. So okay. it was only in the last, like, uh, five-ish years that, um, so you have, you have Mr. Knight, who is sort of the, the problem solver, let's call him, mm-hmm. um, in the comics, at least. And that is Moon Knight, he wears the mask, but then he also, like, he wears these, like, sh- like fully white, like, sh- like, three-piece suits, basically. Um, oftentimes yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't often have the jacket on, but like he'll have the vest, he'll have like the the white shirt, the white gloves, like the the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and when he's going out to fucking punch people, that's when he puts on the traditional like Moon Knight with a cape and the hood and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that that's only been like a handful of years, and actually in the current comics, um, he's basically running like a church, um, but not like a religious church, like a this is a place for people to come that have no place else to go. Um, mm-hmm. and he will protect them sort of deal. Um, okay. I think he calls it the Midnight Mission, if I remember correctly. Um, and while he's there, he dresses as Mr. Knight. Like, like that is who he is there. But then, like, when he has to go out to, like, handle things for people, um, if he knows it's going to involve, like, superhero shit, he wears his Moonlight outfit. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah. yeah. He's, he is a fun character. Um, I look forward to talking about it after the series is wrapped up, because then I won't feel bad about, like, spoiling anything else about Moon Knight that maybe the yeah. show hasn't gotten into yet. Yeah, and that's well, that's generally what we do, and that's what we'll do with this one, is we get one or two talks about it, and then once the show wraps up, we'll we'll, we'll cover it all. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about Moon Knight before we move on? I, Oscar Isaacs is the man, but that's not really about Moon Knight. That's just about him. Have, have you seen the the rehash of the the um the Star Wars the Poe and Finn uh things? Oh, oh, have they been coming back because he's back in the media? Yeah. So there's one. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. So like you know how it was the scene where um where they find each other after um Finn gets yeah. back to the the Resistance base. Yeah, and it's like you're the you're the uh, I held on to this for you. Why, man? Because you're the only whatever I need, or like stuff like that. Because yeah. the total bromance, and they really should have kept that going. And I really feel like that should have been in 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 the final three, where the bromance and the ro- a romance between Finn and and Poe, like that just should have been in there. Should have no. been in there. Yeah, I mean, like it it I seemed stick, it seemed like it to worked. Disney as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, like it seemed like it worked, and then they just didn't do it. Um, mm. man, come on! I I I could have sworn. Oh, yeah, Sean did. Ha- I knew Sean would have it on his his timeline. Uh, yeah. So, so it, if you need if you need memes, you go to Sean. Yeah. So it's uh, the, you know, it's the first one. Uh, the the first panel is it's just a it's it's Finn talking. It's just a goldfish, bro. Why do you care how many fins it has? And then Poe responding because for me, there's only one fin, bro. 
and then it's back to to Finn who just goes bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, like that. yeah, especially because there was that whole scene with him in the first episode with the goldfish and him him yeah. seeing the goldfish with a different you number know, of fins. That just did not click with me at all. Like I saw that meme and I remember it, but I was just like, you know, this is just the general Poe Dameron bromance meme. I didn't even think about the fact that, yeah, he, he, he was looking for or trying to figure out if goldfish could respawn, uh, limbs and stuff. Or yeah. Generate limbs. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. I, I just, I thought that was actually very funny in that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and spawning out of that episode. Cause yeah. yeah, like Oscar Isaac does seem neat. Um, I forgot he, he's like loosely attached to be solid snake in a Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he was asked on the red carpet, like, about it, and he's, I think he was like, we're, we're, we're looking at writing options or something like that, basically, because it's Metal Gear, so no one really knows the fucking story, so. Yeah, and yeah, that's basically what he said, he's like, we're, we're still trying to figure out the, the story, just like Snake cl- climbing through, through air vents. Yeah. Uh. But I guess what do we do we do do we do Snake Eater and have a uh, a twenty minute scene of me climbing a ladder? Who knows? Yeah, it, I mean, like, look, you can just do four, and most of that thing was already a movie. So yeah, yeah, you just do four scene by scene. And frankly, with how long it's taking, by the time it's ready to go, he'll be the right age for that snake anyway. <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing: if you're gonna do a Metal Gear movie, you need to do a lot of meta humor. And, like, how the fuck are you going to do Psycho Mantis? Like, what kind of meta humor are you going to throw into a Metal Gear movie to have Psycho Mantis? Like, you have to have him. He's iconic. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to do? How are you going to get that I, that meta humor with him? I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that that's a good one. Like, like I'm curious if, if there's anything they could do to actually make him as creepy and meta as, like, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um... But I guess, do you want to want to move on? Yeah, tell us about uh, Death on the Nile. That's um, uh, I it's isn't that the I can't even remember now. It's the it's a train movie sequel to. Um, it, it is a sequel to that. Yes, it, it is a sequel to uh, Murder on the Orient Express. That's that, so. Yeah, yeah. So this is another. It's a, it's based on the Ag- Agatha Christie novel of the same name, Death on the Nile. Um, mm-hmm. it was. I've, let me double check this, but I'm pretty sure it was um, directed and at least co-written by um, uh, Kenneth Branagh, who um, writer director of the thir- first Thor movie, and also uh, Gilderoy Lockhart in Chamber of Secrets. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, da da da. Wikipedia, Death on the Nile, uh, film from 2022. So he directed it. He did not do the screenplay, but um, he produced and directed and then starred in. So just like in the first one, um, he's reprising his role as Hercule Perot, Perot, however you want to say it, who is a um a French detective. Um, who's you know does does he have a handlebar mustache and a big afro? Um, not an afro, but um, he's got one hell of a mustache. Is it is it an epic handlebar mustache though? I don't know if I would call it a handlebar. No. Then he's not the right Hercule. I'm sorry. You're the worst. And he he is actually a, the real Hercule. Nope. He's not the right one. Whether he's the real one or not, it doesn't matter. He's not the right one. Man, why can't I not find... Oh, there he is. Here, I'm going to send you a quick picture. It's a very impressive mustache. Where's it at? Where's it at? There it is. <laughs> Man, you sent me, like, the link to a picture. You didn't, like, download the picture and send it to me. What the fuck, man? Yep. That is, that is quite a mustache. That is quite a mustache. Yeah. 
Um, and, and and look at that. Look at that soul patch, man. Yeah. No, and that is some facial hair. So the, these are period movies. So this one takes place, I want to say, in like the 40? 37. It takes place in 37. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so in this one, so in the first one, he is on the Orient Express, the train. There's a murder. He's a detective. He figures it out. On this one, yeah. he, he, by just a series of like random events, ends up on this um, cruise on the Nile River uh, with this rich heiress and her new husband who... It's kind of he he was like poor adjacent like at the time. Um and throughout this whole thing, um that man had actually been engaged to another woman who was good friends with the heiress. And so you first see them like 6 months prior eating dinner at this um this restaurant um place in London, I believe it was. And Hercule is actually there having dinner too, so like he kind of sees them. Um and it just happens to be that, like, six months later, they're all in Egypt, and he ends up on this trip with them. Because, like, yeah. one of his friends from the, the train happens to be, um, like, a guest at the thing, or something weird like that. And the boat isn't, like, a private boat. It's, a it's like, a public thing. Um, almost like, like a tour group sort of thing. And it's just the majority yeah. of the people are this wedding party sort of group. Um, and it ends up being, like, another murder mystery, like somebody in this group is murdered and then you know it's it's hercule figuring out who done it um i don't think this one quite was quite as good as the first one um mm-hmm. i think like the cast was really good like it had like like kenneth brana who is he's a very, he's a wonderful actor um gal gadot is in it um she plays the rich heiress um army hammer plays her like new husband um like Annette Benning is in it, um, Latita Wright from like Black Panther and stuff, um, Russell Brand, like the dude from um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I, I, yeah, I know who Russell Brand is. Okay, I just look not just for you, just make sure everyone knows it. He is in this. I did not recognize him until the movie was almost over. Really? Yeah, like he's got short hair, he's got like a beard, he plays like a like quiet doctor character. Like, did not recognize him fucking at all. <laughs> uh, mm. But, like, you know, so, like, it was a good movie. Like, it wasn't, like, unenjoyable. But I thought the first one was just, it was a more, I thought, like, it was more interesting because it was a lot of, like, interviews and, like, Hercule, like, questioning people and being a te- detective. This one just felt like it. there was more setup to the murder than, like, everything sort of wrapped up very quickly. Um, At the, like, the murder happened and then, like, it, I just felt like it wrapped up, like, almost immediately after. And I sort of, like, I thought I knew who the murderer was, and then it seemed like they were going a different direction, and then they went back to that direction, but then, like, they still managed to, like, curveball it a little bit, which I appreciate. Yeah. Because, like, I've never read, I've never read an Agatha Christie novel, like, I I didn't know how this one ended, so it was very much like a, oh, I was, like, right and then wrong and then right and then still kind of wrong, but, like, also half right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's nice when you can't just, like, guess who done (laughs) it. Yeah, I mean, I've never really watched many movies where it's like you try to guess who done it. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I've never really watched a lot of murder mysteries to really have that experience. Um, it, it does sound like an intriguing story. It does sound like an, an interesting movie. I just, it's, it's not really up high on my list of things. Well, you also like we've been over. Don't enjoy movies that don't have some sort of like oomph to them. But I, I mean, see, that's the thing though. Like I, when we talked about, uh, uh, like Blade Runner, 
nothing happened in that. And th- there was no real major outcome to me. But, like, when it comes to Death on the Nile and uh, uh, Orient Express, like, it's a murder mystery. And, like, it's trying to figure out what's going on and who did it and trying to catch the clues. Like, there's there's more to it than just what's going on. Whereas, I, for me at least, when it came to um, uh, some some movies... It's just there wasn't really much to it, and 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 I didn't get in in that in line of like any of the other additional thought process. Whereas like this is like there's an actual outcome to the movie. Like you find out who done it. Yeah, hopefully. I don't. And, and I, that's... I don't think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd be bored because it's you know it's a two hour movie, and I'd say the first hour fifteen, hour twenty, um, no one even like there's no not even a murder yet. See, no, that's a problem. If you're going to give me a murder mystery, but the murder doesn't happen till a half hour before the movie ends, then you didn't give me a murder mystery. But so, like, the whole point of these movies, and, like, Orient Express did do it a little bit quicker, and that that is just, it's a different setup, which is nice. Like, they're not just, they don't mimic each other. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very much a meet the characters, learn the characters, see what's going on, like, develop opinions on these characters before you find out who dies. Like... Yeah. Like, that was a surprise alone. Like, it's like, all right, well, one of these people dies, and I thought it... So I actually thought it was going to be one character. Um, And it ended up being a different one. I'm like, oh, okay, well, no, that that makes sense, too. Like, I understand why it would be that character, but I definitely thought they were going to go in a different direction with it um, and make it, you know... Like, it would have had a similar out... Like, actually, not, not a similar outcome, but, like, it still could have worked if it went that direction. Um, But it, I just... I misinterpreted who who was going to die and yeah yeah and like this one actually like more than one person ends up dying as a result of like the the murder that sort of starts everything and because they are on this boat like traveling down the nile like there's not really anywhere for them to go and at least in this particular case um most of the crew leaves the boat at night like they take little like rowboats to shore and like stay off the boat for the evening Mm mm-hmm which I thought was kind of weird, but also whatever. Um, so I mean, it's because this is a period piece, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it it might be a little weird, but at the same time, the the cost of travel on the boat, the boat's not going to waste money on giving staff rooms. So they'll have staff rooms off the boat because they're going to make more money. Oh no, I mean, like that that is a hundred percent what was going on. But it's just like, wouldn't it just be easier to have like a bunk room where like you know, three or four people sleep at a time. Yeah, or you could get another guest in that room. No, but, like, you make it, like, the shitty room, like, down below, where, like, no one, none of your guests are going to want to stay because they're paying good money. Maybe, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cruise shipman, so I don't know how that works. Well, what, what good are you, then? I mean, I'm only, if anything, I'm just a pirate. Uh, no. I mean... According to our next topic, yes. Okay, yeah, you know what? You you did play a game about pirates. Uh, what did you think, uh, Sea of Thieves? You, you like that? You like that, uh, um, what's the word? So you've ruined it by not knowing what a segue that segue, is. segue, like, you like that segue? You like how what I was trying to do? And that segue? Um, yeah, I played some Sea of Thieves last week. I only played, what was it, like, maybe two to three hours. I joined a friend while she was, uh, streaming, and, uh, she only had crew of two so i i helped her and made a crew of three and it was it's fun it's silly it's like 
it's one of those games where if you can get a group of four to just jump into a server and play, it can be really fun because there's no real anything you have to do. You just do things. You do whatever you want. There are objectives. There are quest lines you can run. Um, there's events that you can do, or you can just sail around on the seas, singing sea shanties, drinking all the rum, and having a grand old time. Like, and, and that's kind of, we, we did a couple of the events, um, and we also got into like a naval battle with, with some really good players, and almost held our own, and it, it was, it was fun. Even though we got killed and wrecked, it was, we were able, we were able to complete our, je- our objectives, and I, I helped them get through this, uh, event quest line. And, and, uh, we just, we did, it was just a blast. It's, it's a silly game, um, stupid tutorial that you have to play first, and it takes way too long. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really liked it. I've, I've always wanted to play it. I always wanted to get a crew together and play it, but I just never could. Yeah, I tried it, uh, like around the time that it came out, I want to say, or at least like when it mm-hmm. came on to, uh, oh, what's, uh, the Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but like, as is, as is common for me, like, I just kind of hopped in by myself with, like, a single-player boat and, like, floated around a little bit. And I know since then they've made, like, huge changes and improvements to the game. But, like, it was cool at that point. Like, it was not something that I wanted to play because it is very boring to play by yourself. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, I, I Like, there was a lot of downtime even playing with two other people. There was a lot of downtime. I ended up sitting on the, the ship more so than, like, actually running around sometimes. Yeah, like, I definitely went, like... I, I like I, I sailed my boat around a little bit, which like worked well even with one person. I went to like a random island that looked like a like a skull island and kinda like wandered around, fought some some skeletons and stuff like that. Like it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it was just, you know the, it was early game and alone and it was just like, Okay, cool, like I understand what they're doing here and yeah. I'll probably never touch it again, but like cool. Like they did it yeah. they did a, an okay thing with this. I, I would I would love to try to get like a uh, a let's play or a series with, or just play with people on stream like once a week or once a month. Just get a group of four people together and just like, all right, let's fuck around for the next four to six hours and see what we can we can do. the 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 biggest problem I may have with it is there's no private servers. You cannot set up a personal or private server, and so um, there's there's limitations to how many players can be on each server. And the crew itself can only be a crew of four. You can't have any more. I think it was... No, it's not. there's no limitations to players, but there are limitations to ships. So there can only be, like, 12 ships on a server or something like that. And so if you're jumping into a server that already has max ships, you have to join one of the crews, or you have to get onto... You have to be added onto another server. So oh, okay. generally... So there's no, like... I guess the player maximum would be... Uh, 48, because it'd be 12 times 4 or something like that. Uh, cause all, I think, besides the, 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 the base tier ships, you can have, I don't know how many of the, like, the tier 1 and tier 2 ships, but like the best ship, there can only, according to the people I was playing with, can only be like two of those, which are, which are like the galleons, the big ones. Can only be like two of them per server. So, like, you have to either hope that you're lucky to get one of those, steal one of those, or um um or have one of your own ships uh, or have one of the smaller ships um but it's like i think it's four four crewmen crew people per ship and if there's only 12 ships probably about servers of 48 which isn't bad 
And like, I don't know how many were on our server, but we, um, we didn't really encounter that many people and that's how big the map is. The only thing is if, if you, um, you can like quote, raise your flag, your merchant flag. And if you're doing that, you get extra points, but it actually, it also puts you on the map. And so if you have, um, people that are just being pirates and not actually doing quests and just going out hunting, they're going to see that you're getting the extra gold and they're going to see you on the map and be able to hunt you down. So it's like the little bit of a, like, catch, which do you do? Do you not get the extra points in experience or do you not get, or do you run the risk of being hunted down every time? Okay. Yeah, it was, it, and it's cool. It's a neat experience. I would love to play more. I would love to get into it more. Um, and it's sometime down the line when I eventually finish and clear up a lot of the games that I'm playing. Definitely is an idea to do on stream. Maybe, um, I don't know if I, if I start to stream more, maybe add that for a night each week, something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It was, it was good. I liked it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I always thought that game just seemed neat, but just wasn't necessarily like for oh, me. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not for you because it's, you, you need at least one to two other people to play with for it to be like, not even enjoyable, but just easier. Because if you, if you have even the small ship, there's still a lot that you need to do in order to sail. You need to raise and lower the mast. You need to raise and lower the anchor. And then you need to actually sail the boat. Um, and like, it's all close by if you have like the one person ship, but you still, you run the risk of like it running into things and then you could potentially lose your gold if your ship gets destroyed and stuff. Right. So it's just easier to have more than one person playing with. Yeah. Which does make sense. Yeah. So, yeah. But, hey, at least you enjoyed it. Yeah, and I I do plan on playing it again, eventually. Yeah, that, that definitely seems like one of those games where it, it is more fun to probably play with other people. And, mm. like, unless you're with a group that's, like, really, really into it, probably playing, like, um not all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, I, I could see myself, uh, like, say I had no other games playing are to be played right now, and, like, I finished Elden Ring and everything else, I could see myself happily playing it, like, twice a week and being okay. Maybe more than that, I could do it, but, like I said, there is a lot of downtime when playing it because you're just sailing that it just... You, you might feel like you're wasting some time sometimes. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. It's it's dumb, but it makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, quick, uh, quick little breaking news reel... Ooh, right boy, now. breaking news. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Ezra Miller may not be the Flash anymore. Why is that? So he got, a, he got arrested, like, last week or the week before for, like, assaulting somebody, I want to say. Oh, boy. Like, I don't, I don't mean to, to make that sound like it's, um, unimportant. But, yeah, um, I just opened up the article. Um, so this is, uh, from GameSpot. Uh, they reported it, um... A couple hours ago, it, it went up on their thing. I just saw it on Facebook, though. Um, mm. So they, they're reporting at multiple Ezra Miller projects and the actor's future with Warner Bros. and DC are reportedly in jeopardy following a number of recent incidents, including the star's arrest for disorderly conduct and harassment. According mm. to Rolling Stone, the company's exec- executives held an emergency meeting on the 30th of, on March 30th. Um, on March 29th, Miller reportedly had a temporary restraining order placed against them by a couple that claimed they stormed into their bedroom and threatened them. 
Uh, Miller also allegedly engaged in other illicit activities and is accused of stealing a passport and a wallet that included a social security card, driver's license, and bank card. None of these seem to be isolated incidents, as Page Six is also reporting that Miller was the subject of 10 police calls in less than a month. Uh, as of the writing... As of this writing, Miller is set to appear as the titular character in The Flash, which is slated for release in 2023, but as Rolling Stone reports, both Warner Bros. and DC are reportedly pausing any future projects involving the actor, which also includes further possible appearances in the DC Cinematic Universe. That's not what it's called, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> these recent developments also cast an unfortunate shadow over The Flash. The film was among many other reasons drawing lots of attention for its excitingly featuring the return of Michael Keaton as Batman. Uh, the Flash is expected to hit theaters on June 23rd, 2023. Uh, Miller will next be seen in Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, which is due to hit theaters on April 15th. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so did not realize Ezra Miller was like that much of a douchebag. Yeah, they, um, I've always gotten a, a, uh, a feeling that they were quite a, a dick. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't realize that uh, they went by they them either. I I I just looked it up now just to f- make sure because I, I I wasn't sure. I I knew I know that they're LGBTQIA, but I just wasn't sure where in the where in I guess the spectrum. I guess the ways to put it. Yeah, I, I actually uh, didn't realize that at all. Like I don't I don't particularly follow Ezra Miller. Yeah, like, I yeah. I thought he I've. I haven't seen a lot that he's been in. Like, he's been fine in what I have seen him in. But, mm. like, I did always get the, the impression um, from, like, uh, oh, fuck. Um, like, not interviews, but, like, other things uh, where, like, just some of the... the I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. It's not so much that things were said purposely like an asshole, but, like, asshole-ish things were said or done. Yeah, they... <laughs> They tend to, like, always come off as, like, yeah, they tend to do things that aren't very great, um, but always blamed it on, like, social anxiety and junk, and uh, I, I have social anxiety, I have anxiety issues and things like that, but at, at one point or another, you start to lean on that as a crutch and make that your personality, and that that does not make it okay to be a jerk. And the, the the article even said, what was it, four, five police calls in the last month, something like that? Or was it like ten, actually? I can't remember. Ten like, police just, calls in less than a month. Yeah, it, it, they're, they're just, get 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 them out of the Barry Allen shoes, because that's that's not the fault. Yeah. And- you, it, like, I, I, I stand by, like, if you're going to play a role of a superhero, you gotta act like... A, not be a superhero, but you gotta act like somebody to look up to. Like, you can't, you can't just say, oh, I'm the Flash, and then be a dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah, I, who knows, who knows how that's gonna work out. So Ezra Miller may just, the Flash may come out, and then they may just recast the Flash. <laughs> As Flashpoint ends, Barry Allen's face changes. <laughs> Yeah, like like that character or, becomes somebody different, <laughs> or it or um um it turns out that Ezra Miller was not playing Barry Allen the entire time they were playing uh Jay Garrick, and now we're getting or the next Flash will be Jay Garrick and not Barry Allen. Well, no, so if anything, so Miller was definitely playing Barry because they call yeah, him yeah. Barry a few times. Um, 
they they could do uh, a crisis. Um, they could do original crisis where Barry Allen dies during the during crisis. Um, and with with him gone, uh, Wally West becomes the Flash. Yeah. So they'd have to introduce Wally West, but like that's fine. Like. Yeah. I mean, or just do what I th- I don't know. I can't remember. If, uh, I haven't followed up on it. I think they were recasting Shuri. They could just recast Barry. No, no. Latita Wright is still Shuri. Okay. And they apparently finished filming. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. So that there was that breaking news. Um. Mm-hmm. Were you, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about as far as uh, Sea of Thieves went? No, that that was it. It's just I had, I had a good time. I, it was like I didn't play a lot of it, so I, I don't really have too much to talk about. I've watched other YouTube YouTubers and streamers play it, and it's always been like a well, this game is something I could definitely get into, but because of the strong need for a crew, I just I I don't I don't get into it. Yeah, yeah, that's that is totally valid. It's like playing like Destiny. Like it's it's not that much fun to play by yourself after a certain point. I mean, not not really, because Destiny at least has good matchmaking, whereas I don't really know how the matchmaking would work in Sea of Thieves, if at all. Uh, they, do have, not... they do have matchmaking in that game, though. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how I would feel with playing with people I don't really know or talk to on at least a, an occasional basis. But um, Destiny would be the same way. Like, you don't want to go into a Destiny raid with a bunch of strangers and just hope for the best. Because, like, that's hours of your life right there. But, like, strikes and stuff like that are a different story. A, a Destiny raid is maybe an hour tops. They're not long. I, I mean, it, depe- it depends when you're doing it. If if you're doing it, like, like shortly after it comes out, you have to figure out how to do it. Well, yeah. After the first week, everyone knows how to do it. But then it's still a matter if you're going in with people that you don't know. Like, if the communication's not there, like, you're failing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, true. I, I, there, there are. There, it was the raid in Destiny Two. I never finished because we could never get a good group together to finish it. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. Um, but uh, so the the only thing that that I really had like time to play that was different this week was I tried out Weird West. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's a neat game. I I'm not going to play it anymore. Like it's it's not a it's not a me game. Um, no. So it's it's like. Part computer RPG, part like action RPG. Like it's got that sort of top down um, move around. You can kind of interact with everything, pick up anything. Um, when you have your gun, if you if like you're you're shooting, um, you just get the red line on the screen as you move your mouse back and forth, and you just click to fire. And if a thing is in your path, you hit it. Mm. Um, which like isn't bad. Like like it controlled mostly well. It was a little buggy, and the NPCs are very aggressive with if if something is considered um like a like villainous, basically. Um, yeah. so the game opens up with like this weird, I don't know, alternate universe bit, um, where like your character it seems like they're being branded before you suddenly wake up in like the old west and outside of your house, like your husband is being kidnapped and your son has been murdered. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you, you go outside and, like, the sheriff shows up and basically tells you that, like, you used to be some badass bounty hunter who, like, hung up their bounty hunting, I guess, to have a family. Um, and then tells you, like, well, you, bur- you buried your gun and shit back in the, in, the, in the garden, so fucking go dig it up and we'll, you know, we'll go take care of these assholes and get your husband back. Yeah. Um, so, like, you have to go, you find a shovel, you can actually, like, so 
it, it's very funny. So they set the whole thing up where you, you find the shovel. You can actually actually go over to your son, and um, if you click on your son, you you can first um loot him and like take anything he has in his pockets and such. Um, but then you can bury him, and if you click bury, it like fades to black, comes back up, and you've buried him in this like nice little grave in like the back under a tree and stuff like that. Um, next to your son's dead body up front though was also the family dog that was also murdered. Um. Mm-hmm. And I think a pig. I think a pig may have been murdered too. Um, if you go over to the dog and has the same option, um, first you can loot it and like get some like meat off of it, which seems fucked up. Um, and then you you can bury it. But rather than like also burying the family dog back like in like a nice little plot, you you bury it literally wherever you happen to click bury. <laughs> so like it, there's an option to pick it up. So like I could have picked it up and like moved it first, but I didn't know that's what would happen. So you bury it, and then it's buried. You you can't move it after that. You can dig it up and, like, loot it if, if you didn't already. But after that, you can only rebury it. Um, so it's it, I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. But then, like, when I got into the town, like, like, these bandits that stole my husband had obviously been through there, too. Killed a whole bunch of people. Like, the town was in bad shape. Um, you get told very quickly, if you try to loot any of the dead bodies, that, like, if you get caught, people are going to think you're a thief, and if, if it's anybody in, the, in law enforcement, they're, they're going to try and kill you. So I'm like, okay, cool, so I have to be careful about, like, looking for stuff, because at this point, like, um, halfway there, um, it, it's kind of like Oregon Trail traveling, in a way, like, you just kind of pick your destination, and then it takes you there, and you'll get, like, a text prompt that says, oh, you were attacked by wild dogs. And then it transitions to, like, this random area where there's, like, just wolves or wild dogs or whatever they were coming at you from all sides. And you just kind of have to turn and shoot them. Um, so I was, like, low on bullets at this point. And uh, I, there was no fucking store open in this town because everyone was goddamn dead. So I couldn't find bullets. So I was just kind of, like, looting people looking for bullets. Um, and, and that's when they told me, like, hey, this is illegal. Like, they're dead, but it's still their shit. Um, so then you go into the jail where you like, you talk to the sheriff and they have one of these bandits in a, in a, in a cell and it's just like dialogue. So you don't see anything, but you basically get to like interrogate them with the sheriff and you have like the, like, be nice and ask them the questions or there's just an option to break their finger. So like the guy's being like a tough guy. He's like, I'm not gonna tell you shit. Fuck you. They'll kill me if I talk and you just break his finger. And like, he's just like, you crazy bitch. What are you doing? And like the next option is break another finger so you, you break that one and he's like all right all right all right i'll tell i'll tell you what's going on and he, he tells you a bunch of stuff and then like does, doesn't tell you everything so then you can break another finger <laughs> and it's just mm-hmm. that's what i did like I, I didn't do any of the like okay well let's let's try and be good cop bad cop and like ask him questions nicely and then like dig into him just like i don't have time for this like like as that character like you just you killed her her kid and like stole her husband so i'm just gonna break your fucking fingers until you talk um yeah and then after that, I'm just like, okay, well, this guy's obviously a scumbag. Um, can I just shoot him? Like, he's in a cell. Like, what happens if I shoot him? And nothing. Like, it just says blocked, so you can't, you can't shoot him. Oh, uh, that's lame. But, um, like, you can, you know, pick up a, a bucket, let's say, and go over to, like, a pump, fill it with water, and then, like, drink the water or throw the bucket, and the water splashes all over stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there. I'm like, oh, well, can I, like, throw this cup of water at him, like, at the cell, and have it, like, get, like, like will there be any, like, reaction? So I do that, and it ricochets off the shell, and then the cup hits the sheriff, and then the sheriff attacks me and kills me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's that kind of game. Um, so I kind of like ran around a little bit more after that. I didn't really like progress anymore. I, I just kind of wandered around, tried some different things. Um, I wasn't really feeling it, um, and it, it doesn't play super well on a controller, which I was playing it um, like on the Xbox. 
So yeah. like that, I only had the controller to even try it with. Um, but like it, it had, it had some charm to it. Um, apparently from what I've heard from like a few like different podcasts that were talking about it, uh, as you complete like side quests, um, there's certain characters that'll basically like they'll join your posse essentially. So you'll have like some other people there to like fight with you. And there's some characters that, like, after you, like, help them out or save them, they'll just, like, randomly pop up occasionally to be like, hey, I'm here to help you fuck shit up. And, like, they'll help you mm. fuck shit up. But, uh, the, the AI is apparently shit. So there was one mission where you apparently have to, like, kind of sneak through some stuff and then, uh, free prisoners. And if the leader finds you, they initially apparently offer you a position in the gang before realizing who you were and attacking you. And then it becomes, like, this whole shootout thing, and all the NPCs that you're trying to save are too stupid, so they don't run away properly, and then they just get targeted and murdered, and then you fail the mission. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently it's just, like, the triggers for it are not set up well. So the the person I heard talking about it was basically like, yeah, it took me, like, six tries to get this to work right, because it it just kept triggering these things by me just walking into the building, and then all the NPCs were just immediately murdered. (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's one of those like immersive sims. So like you're kind of meant to just find different ways to do things, and sometimes the it breaks the game a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it like I mentioned this to you on Sunday. Like it's a game that I think you might enjoy on like streams occasionally. Yeah, I I was watching somebody play it the other day. Uh, they were <laughs> it was the cutest stream I ever saw because it was them and their daughter playing. It was daddy-daughter game night, and they were playing Weird West. And, like, she was constantly like, oh, bad guys, bad guys. It was adorable. The game seemed interesting, but, it like, I had jumped in just to lurk on the stream just as I was getting ready to stream myself. So I didn't actually get to watch too much of it. But it does seem cool. It does seem like a game I might get into. Yeah, and it is on Game Pass for a console and PC. So mm-hmm. you don't have to pay to try it. Well, exactly. I mean, you're paying to try it, but if you're playing other things on Game Pass, then you're not. Yeah, I um, that's how I play uh, Sea of Thieves and, and stuff. Yeah, like, I, Game Pass is a good value. Like, I hope that for people that, that want to jump into it, that um the PS Plus upgrades end up being a good value also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that that's all I had about um about Weird West. Now, you added something to the document um about April Fool's jokes? Yeah, April Fool's happened. Did you see any good jokes, basically? Oh, no, 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 I, I didn't. I, I did not. I, I, I saw three. Um, one of them was from, uh, the, I, I talked, I, I think I've talked about it before. It's called Good Mythical Morning. It's a YouTube show. Um, they, uh, me and Jordan have talked about them in the past. Uh, and they, they basically, they, they like, they do a quote morning show and, um, they, they play like different kinds of games and stuff like, like they make up games and whatever. Well, they decided to play a game and it was worth spending a million dollars at Dollar Tree or something like that. Um, and I click into it, not even realizing what day it was. It's a 20 minute video and they spend the first 10 minutes or they spend the entire 20 minute video or most of the 20 minute video explaining the rules of the game that they are about to play. And so like, it takes 10 minutes as I'm like, geez, there's a lot of, oh, well now I just got to finish it. <laughs> Cause like they've done some good, stupid stuff like this. Like I think, um, last year or the year before, they did, uh, uh, they had a secondary show called Good Mythical More, which is just they more of a show. And it was, they, they chewed the world's chewiest chewing gum. And it was literally 20 minutes of them chewing gum. Like, That's I didn't, good. I, and I didn't, I didn't recognize it until like after five minutes. I'm like, wow, 
are you kidding me? And then I skipped through the video every couple of minutes to see if they were still doing it. They were still doing it. It was good. They do some uh, good, funny, silly things. Then um, the other two things I saw, there's a game on the PC. I don't know if it's on anywhere else, but I know it's on Steam called Paint the Town Red. And it is a, a uh, box brawler. So it's like all the characters are very, like, they look, they're all box shaped. They're all boxy. Um... Uh, kind of like, uh, Minecrafty style characters and stuff. And it's, uh, it's a brawler game. So you go and you just, the goal is to beat everyone up. And you paint the town red with blood. As you punch people, they start to bleed. The more you punch them, the more they bleed. And you can hit them with, uh, like, glasses. And you can hit them with chairs and guitars and whatever else is around the arena. And just, it's, you paint, quote, paint the town red. So they had an update on April Fool's Day called Paint the Town Green, where instead of them bleeding, every time you hit them, they planted flowers. And so flowers came out of their bodies, and you painted the town with flowers. That's actually, that's fun. Yeah, which is fun. And as, after we find, after I find that out, and I'm talking to, like, uh, uh, Shahed and all them who have it, I'm like, guys, like, I need to roll back my update so I can play this version. Because this is amazing. And it's like, why don't you keep that in? Like, keep that in. Like, have that as it's the only way you can play it on April Fool's Day. And then when you update it, keep the option in to make it all flowers. Because people would, I would love that. I would absolutely love that to throw that in sometimes. And then my the last one I saw, uh, which is probably one of my more favorite ones, is Apex Legends had an April Fool's joke where they added a new gun. And when you shoot the gun... Uh, it sends out a little Nessie doll that will move around and bite at the ankles of the enemies that you're shooting at. Doesn't really do a lot of damage, and I doubt you can even, like, possibly even, like, really win a game with that weapon. But it's still one of those stupid things that they throw in that, like, it would have been better if maybe the Nessies exploded or something. But no, they just go and they chomp, and they're little plush Nessies that attack the enemies. It's It was good. That is actually, that, that is fun. Yeah. Um... I did, so, I, I did remember, um, like, Twitch had all of their, like, fake, uh, uh, categories, and I did- Right, yeah. And, uh, we were talking about this a little bit, I guess it was on Sunday, um, where one of the categories was, um, silently reading, and, mm-hmm. um, uh, like, a Twitch employee who, um, I, I know from, uh, she used to work for GameSpot, and now does, like, a podcast with some other people, um, she got on her Twitch channel that she regularly streams on- and um, sat there for like two hours just reading a book, and ended up with like two thousand viewers at one point. Yeah, I'm I'm mad that I didn't go through like some of the Twitch joke threads and stuff because like I definitely would have done that because I think you guys even said there was one that was just chat where like it just shows the chat instead of just chatting, it just shows the chat on your stream. No, no, so it doesn't it doesn't do it for you. It's it was called literally just chatting. And the idea was you launch your stream I, with nothing and just let the chat chat. Well, no, like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have, like, what I would have done is set it up so that my chat window would have been on the stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. as you're chatting, it's popping up on the stream. Um, I Like, I wish I would have seen something like that. My idea, I, I'm not a big enough streamer that it really would have done anything, but my idea, uh, if I had... had thought about it early enough and had the time to do it uh or took time to figure it out was i was going to um say hey guys 
surprising, uh, like a surprise stream today. I'll be live in about 15 minutes. Come join me. And like the title would be like, I'll be, I'll be live in 15 minutes, surprise game or something like that. And I would set it to like just chatting or whatever. And then I would have a timer. And like, I always have my countdown timer for like, say I'm starting at six o'clock. I have it countdown till six and I start like 10 minutes early so that People can come in and start to chat, or this way I'm not streaming to nobody, and people are in 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 there. Uh, I was going to have the timer count down from fifteen, from fourteen minutes and fifty nine seconds to fourteen minutes, and then reverse back up to fourteen fifty nine, and then keep counting down, or have it count down from fourteen fifty nine to zero, and then restart back at fourteen fifty. Yeah, that that would have actually that would have been both clever and and kind of funny. Um, yeah, which I, I, I mean, this is my trademark, so you can't take it, you heard it here first. I might try that next year if I think about it, I just have to figure out how to do it. You're going to forget by then, or you'll think of the day of and not f- have figured out how to do it. That, or I'm just not streaming anymore by next year. Who knows? Yeah, that, that is I doubt, true. I doubt, I doubt that I won't be streaming by next year. I, 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 I it's, it has become a habit and a revenue source that... I'm going to continue to do it until it's no longer worth. It. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, all right. So one other quick thing. Um, this is not like anything like based on that. Um, but I had just I I got a notification from Twitter. Um, f- from fucking Mister T, who I'm not even following, but I think it was just liked by other people that I am following. Um, mm-hmm. earlier today he tweeted out. I just received my second Moderna booster vaccine, and I feel good. I am still going to wear my mask and keep my distance because the virus ain't over. Fool, grr. And I just want to share that. And that, uh, it is, it is the verified Mr. T account. It is actually Mr. T's account. And that was today that he posted that. Yep. Today at, uh, 2.26 PM. Which means the vaccines have been out for over a year and he just got his second shot. No, he just got his booster. He just got his second, oh, second booster. booster. Oh, never. Okay. He is over 50. So it makes sense. Yeah. So like, and it's Moderna, which, um, approved the second booster. I don't yeah. think Pfizer has yet. Um, or if, maybe. If, I don't remember. if Pfizer did, they also only approved it for like, um, the yeah, upper age bracket. I think it's, I think it's Moderna and Pfizer have been approved for. Yeah. I think Moderna um, was trying to get it approved for like everybody or something like that. I don't remember, but yeah. still, I just, I mean, there, that was just, I just thought that was a fun, um, fun yeah. tweet. Yeah. I like that. That's good. I like it. Uh, get, get, uh, get your shot, wear your mask still. I, I still do. I don't, I won't. I won't go indoors without a mask, like, in public places. I won't. Yeah. Um, so. I, I have, like, once or twice when it's, like, like today, like, I stopped at Starbucks, um, and I literally, it was 6 o'clock in the morning, there was nobody in there. I ran in, grabbed my coffee, and left because I had mobile apped it. Um, mm. And, like, I was I was in the building for less than 30 seconds, and there was no one else in there. And, like, all the people yeah. making the drinks were on the other side because... I had the only drink to pick up, like they weren't. Yeah, but I like mean, I, I walked into Home Depot once, but that's only without it, and that's only because I forgot my mask in my car, and it was after like the snowstorm, and to walk back to my car was just it was just too much. It was just too much. Yeah, to walk back to my car, how far I had to park in the snow to get my mask for something that I was walking in real quick for five minutes. Yeah, like I. I have not, I like, I've forgotten to put it on a couple of times while walking into, like, a building. And then, like, I'll walk around for a minute and be like, oh, shit, I don't have a mask on. And, like, I'll pull it out of my pocket and put it on real quick. Yeah. But uh, other than that, than that though, uh, that's probably going to be a show for this week. 
Yeah, it's it's a short show. We not a lot of major news happening, and it's because it's this is supposed to technically be pre E three, so not a lot of big information was come would come out around these times. Yeah, and like um, uh, most of the big stuff came out uh, in February and March, so it's it slows down a yeah. little bit in in uh yeah this month. Um, I am actually going to be going to um Fan Expo Philly uh this weekend, which is um it's what they renamed Wizard World to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be over there, uh, Friday and Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Look, look, look for Cobb and give him a fist bump if you find him. Yeah, no one will find me. Maybe. You never know. But I'll be wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. And I, and I plan on getting juice from Reading Terminal because I love that juice. Nice. Nice. Uh, but other than that, uh, we have next week will be our book club, which, uh, is Ip Man. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that on our 400th episode. Uh, Drew should be back, so it'll be all three of us discussing it. Uh, that movie is on Netflix, as we've mentioned a couple of times. That'll do it for this week. Um, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us by supporting us at Patreon.com/onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, you can go to your favorite podcast platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Amazon Music, all the fun places like that. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All that stuff helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media. We are facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. But other than that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See yous.